In Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, the Bible says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's a beautiful verse, isn't it? It is a comforting verse. It is a motivational verse. But it's also one of the most misused verses in all of the Bible. That verse appears at graduation ceremonies and on cards and home decor, with the implication being that God has your life all mapped out and He has wonderful plans to give you a great career or good health or a fat bank account. In fact, that verse is cited by preachers like Joel Osteen, who advanced the prosperity gospel, which is the thinking that God's main concern is with your material prosperity and happiness. But none of those ideas truly demonstrate a proper understanding of the context of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. First and foremost, those words were not written to believers in the 21st century. They weren't written to you, they weren't written to me. They were written to the Jewish people who were in Babylonian captivity during the 6th century B.C. They were in captivity because as a nation, they had been unfaithful to God. And as they sorrowed over the fact that they were away from their families and their friends and their country, God tells them that they can either wallow in their misery or they can get over it and get on with their lives. He tells them in the first part of chapter 29 that during their captivity they are not to listen to false prophets who would come along and try to raise false hopes, but instead that they needed to seek the peace of the cities wherever they dwelt. And why? Well, because they're going to be there for a while. Seventy years to be exact. But God's plan was to use that punishment to bring about their repentance. And at the end of their exile, those who were still living, which would mainly be children and grandchildren, they would then receive the future and the hope that God had promised 70 years earlier. They would get to return home. Now, once we understand the meaning of that passage in its original context, is there a lesson that we can learn from it today? Well, absolutely. Romans 15 verse 4 says that the things written aforetime were written for our learning. So what lesson can we learn from that statement in Jeremiah 29 11? Well, I think we can take great comfort, number one, in the fact that God does not forget His people. He didn't forget the people of Judah when they were in captivity, and He doesn't forget His people today. And secondly, God has always intended for His people in whatever world we live, whether it's in Babylonian lands from long ago or whether that's in the United States of America today, that our goal is to seek the peace of the city by bringing the knowledge of Him to our community and to our surroundings and to our world. Now, I realize that that understanding of Jeremiah 29.11 may not be as exciting as a promise of personal fulfillment or material prosperity, but I think it does still provide us with great encouragement as God's people today. In fact, if you are a Christian, God has prospered you by lavishing upon you the riches of His grace, and His plan for you is to one day bring you home to heaven. The question is, will you remain faithful during the time of your exile here on this earth in order to receive that hope in that future someday?